Welcome to Insure Talk, the podcast where we don't just talk about innovative ideas in PNC insurance. We talk with industry trailblazers about the big ideas they made happen and how they did it. This podcast is brought to you by Guidewire, the platform PNC insurers trust to engage, innovate, and grow efficiently. Visit guidewire.com for more information. And now, let's make it happen. Welcome to Insure Talk. My name is Laura Dravick, and I'm the Chief Evangelist at Guidewire. In this episode, I have the privilege of interviewing Shane Cassidy, EVP Global Insurance at Capgemini. Shane focuses on the enablement of transformational strategies through technology and operations for leading insurers. And the focus of today's discussion will be on Shane's area of expertise, how carriers can and are transforming their business. Hello, Shane. Thank you for joining my podcast. Hello, Laura. Thanks for having me. Tell our listeners about Capgemini and your role there, please. Capgemini is one of the world's leading global systems integrators. We have over 300,000 people and across, I think, 45 countries at this point. We break down our business by sector, and I run one of those sectors, which is insurance. When I'm in the field talking with our carriers about their strategic aspirations, I often hear goals from them like, I want to get brand new, innovative lines to market quickly, or we want to improve the customer experience by creating an omni-channel approach, and also achieve straight through processing of claims. Based on your carrier field experience, what are you hearing as the top business goals carriers are trying to achieve to transform their business? Carriers are focused on their transformation because they've had such success implementing core platforms like Guidewire that allow them to focus on transforming their business. They have a system in place that allows them to focus on things like product pricing. I think COVID's obviously touched off a renewed focus around digitization of, and I think touchless claims has become ever-present. If people aren't starting their effort towards a more touchless version of claims, they're thinking about it. And it's one that I see a lot of traction in over the next couple of years. One of my favorite customer transformation success stories is from a Canadian carrier, Economical Insurance, who leveraged our technologies to launch a brand new digital digital carrier and brand new lines of business. The purely digital carrier was called Sonnet. Within two and a half years of launch, they had grown from zero DWP to over 200 million. What is your favorite customer transformation story? And please share why. Sure. One of my favorites is one we also worked uh, with Guidewire on, which is AAA on the roadside assistance. And it's really the unification of roadside and insurance coming together almost under an Uber-like experience. I think it was pretty unique and it provided not just a customer experience, but also for safety and security of passengers. So you could do everything from recognizing an accident to automatically calling the tow truck or other services that might be required as well as guidance around how to stay safe in the interim. Sometimes these are on a heavy trafficked highway or out in the middle of nowhere. So understanding and knowing who's coming, what the picture of maybe the service provider that's coming to support you is, it's a pretty unique solution and service that it kind of leapfrogged the industry, if you ask me. And, and I think they're taking it further, which is starting to predict where there might be services needed. There might be a giant concert somewhere or a weather incident coming in and they can 
move their services into the region ahead of time so that they're best prepared to respond quickly to their customers. And I think it's a really innovative solution where we've brought products like Guidewire and Salesforce actually together and, and using tools like Autonomo, Smart Car, and really allowing the data to drive the service in a very unique and innovative way. That's an excellent example. Swift, safe service, and then also predicting service. I love it. Thanks for sharing. To measure success of a transformation initiative, I have seen carriers use financial metrics such as DWP and stakeholder measurements such as agent, employee, and consumer satisfaction ratings. How do you recommend carriers measure the success of their transformation initiatives? The standard measurements are good, but it's more about the process. It's what happens is you get into these programs, and these programs can be one, two, three years of transformation. And unfortunately, after a certain amount of time, you get so focused on the technical execution and you lose track of what you were measuring from the beginning because it's all about budget and deployment or what you plan to measure in the beginning may not have as much business relevance as what you're looking for in the end. We've created a solution called VRO, Value Realization Office, whose job is to work with the customer and actually build that capability into the organization so that they are constantly looking at what is important to the business and how is this platform going to deliver against our business needs? How do you extract the value out of the investment we're making? Because you can make the investments and not necessarily extract the value. Have you changed your business? Are you driving different metrics into your organization? Are you setting expectations around roles and responsibilities so that you're getting the benefit of the changes that you're making. And I think customers are really starting to focus here on measurement and the benefits of the investment. And and again, I think it can change. Obviously, you know, you can measure combined ratio and the agility of the product, pricing accuracy. I think you, you start to look at different measurement opportunities based on the technology you've actually implemented. This is such great information. Before we continue, listeners, if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe to InsureTalk on Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, this is Laura Drabik, and let's get back to our conversation. I am talking with Shane Cassidy, EVP Global Insurance at Capgemini. It's estimated that half of the American workforce will be freelancers or part of the gig economy by 2028. Shane, how are carriers addressing this trend with new lines of business and also with services? You know, there's a great one that we both worked on, again, Metro Mile, who focuses on the Uber-like services, who's been extremely successful. We implemented a platform that allowed them to really deliver, price, and manage, imply services to a group of gig operators for these different types of companies. It's been extremely successful, but you've got others across the spectrum. You know, Hartford's got Putty now coming in and focusing on contractors for uh, general liability. Chubb is going after Microbop. Cox is developing a, a line for its freelancers for professional liability. And I guess, though short history, these risks have actually proven to be really good risks, low claims in comparison to broader groups. So it's going to draw in more and more and more focus around looking at these different gig entities. But I think what's also interesting is really specific products for them, you know, really coming up with innovative, new, truly new solutions, new products for, uh, for the these workers, which I think is a trend that's going to last, especially as the profitability around these books are strong so far. 
The United Nations report on climate change was actually scary. It characterized climate change as a code red for humanity. Federal regulators in the U.S. went so far as to suggest that the potential damage from climate change could end up being as severe as the fallout from the mortgage crisis, triggering the 2008 financial crisis. So from your perspective, how are carriers addressing climate change and weaving it into their transformation initiatives? Yeah, we've done a lot of work around this. In our last World Insurance Report, there was a lot of focus on essentially uncovered risks in the market and opportunities for insurers. Climate change was one of the big ones. And it's actually interesting because the customers are saying they don't feel they have coverage and the insurers are saying they think this is a gap in the market. And, and we kind of verified all that. I think the first thing that we probably need to recognize is that just need better data and more extensive property data to assess the risk, to advise in the risk. Obviously, you're, you guys acquired Hazard Hub, which I think shows the exploding need for data around property. And so this is, I think that's an interesting acquisition and kind of supports that need to improve that. I think number two would be around the protection. So, you know, as we start thinking about how we build buildings, the construction requirements, and then even kind of leaking into responsiveness, right? We have the sensor explosion as well. Sensors are becoming ubiquitous. They're becoming everywhere. And you start thinking about home, water, flood, fire, and the ability to help people recover faster, if not avoid the risk altogether. And I think that's what you're going to see more and more of. You know, there's some people out there that are beginning focused around leveraging the technology. USAA is a good one where, you know, they have a focus on responsiveness. It's how fast can they get to the risk, get you paid and rebuild whatever needs to get going. And I think this is important, especially where finding the people to repair your home, it's, there's a certain amount of people that are available out there. It's tough going. So the faster you can get that risk assessed, faster you can get somebody paid and faster to get them out there with their builders, the better off your customers are going to be. Lastly, I think the flood system is broken. The data, the information, the support. Flood is an area where I think it's going to get a lot of, of attention over the next five years, but it, it needs innovation. It needs leadership. And I think that's coming. It could be a really exciting area for probably the next decade or so. You know, if you look at UBI and auto versus sensors for home, it's, it's just not even comparable yet. There's a long ways to go. Huge opportunity across the board. So one of the coolest innovations I've seen implemented was from a carrier that launched a mix of chatbot and human service. It is so well done. The consumer doesn't know that there's actually a robot behind the scenes helping the human respond to inquiries. This innovation helps, I think, CSRs as well as adjusters deliver very personalized responses to the consumer quickly. What's the coolest innovation you have seen implemented and please share why? There's one outside the industry we're working with Affleck and they have a really good process for essentially instant payment. So we're talking pretty complex claims and we're using AI to read the claims documents, photos, you name it, and basically delivers straight through processing, but almost instant payment of claims. And I use as an example, because I think we're seeing that push into PNC really quick. Another one is a customer we jointly have in the UK, DLG. And, you know, we use Guidewire and several other 
cloud tools in a fully cloud solution to deliver a capability. And a lot of their business is aggregator driven. So it's, you know, it's about speed and price accuracy. And using a full cloud solution, including Guidewire, developed a, a platform that can return pricing in two seconds. But more importantly, it can massively enrich the data within that amount of time through parallel processing. It's got a bit of a unique architecture that allows it to really take in data from many sources. And it's flexible enough that that'll continue to evolve over time. But it is from a performance and an accuracy and a pricing specialization, it's extremely innovative. According to Oxbow's latest report on glacial shifts in PNC value, independent agents will steadily increase in value up until the year 2030. You know, this makes sense due to economic reasons, as well as growth opportunities by providing carriers with access to existing distribution channels that independent agents have. How are you seeing carriers address independent agents in their transformation strategies? It's a great spot for the insurers. I don't think there's a consolidated view of how to do it just yet. I know it's going to wrap around data service simplification for them. You know, how can we provide more enterprise level? data for the independent agent and really help them provide the services that allow them to focus on what they want to focus on, which is selling and, and making commissions while still driving customer sentiment through the roof. Everybody also wants to have a direct channel as well, but the independent agent market and capability is not going anywhere soon. And in the insurers are largely focused on figuring out how to bring them a better, simpler, more effective service in, in very much in a predictable way. I think, you know, these folks are spending their time in the market, but they want to do it with more data than they actually have internally. Yes, they have information in their marketplaces, but the insurers have far more and they, they have the ability to enable them to be much smarter about what they do and almost bring business to them. And I think that's what a lot of the insurers are focused on figuring out. How do they do that more effectively than they are today? We need to take another break. If you're enjoying this podcast and would like to review more of my thought leadership, please see evangelist.guidewire.com. Now, let's get back to our conversation with Shane. Working for a tech company, I see cloud as important to our industry because it provides carriers with access to leading edge infrastructure without the operational overhead or capital expense. And cloud software provides carriers the flexibility to rapidly prototype and deploy new lines of business as well as services. Shane, why do you think cloud is important to a carrier and also to our industry? You know, I talk about this all the time. I'm internally the focus on, on cloud and its importance. I almost feel it's the purest truth is that the future will be data-driven and agile in every way. You know, the products will evolve faster and faster, pricing more individualized. The sense of data will become ubiquitous to lower the risk and embedded insurance is inevitable. And I personally don't see a path toward achieving that without cloud at the center. Cloud is the enablement underneath that allows all of these things to happen at speed. I'm not seeing many customers who haven't fully bought into cloud is our future. It is about converting not just your current strategic applications into the cloud, but you have to actually convert your legacy applications into cloud enabled so that you can get access to that data. You got to move your data into the cloud to allow for far better usage and complete use of that data. So to to me, cloud is a done deal. It is core to what the future of insurance 
expense will be. I like that statement. Cloud is a done deal. It's core to the future of insurance. Thanks for sharing. So as you know, many years ago, I was a change management consultant and saw firsthand how culture and talent were the top obstacles to a transformation initiative. What do you recommend to carriers to help them proactively create an innovation culture and talent pool? This is a hard one in this industry. It is without question a cultural change. I haven't seen it work without both top-down mandated strategic change and bottom-up desire to do something different. This is a big DNA shift for insurers. We use the term transformation program. Transformation starts largely when the program ends or it continues in perpetuity because you're making the investment around a guide wire and the extended platform so that you can operate differently. And if you choose to operate the same, you've really left a lot of investment on the table. It is about getting alignment from the beginning of that program all the way through building a culture as well as a, I, I think you, you absolutely need a dedicated focus team that drives transformation and looks at everything from operating model to org structure to roles and responsibilities, because as technology will continue to shift, data becomes more and more prevalent and available. You will have to change. Your products are going to change the way you interact with your customers, the way you work with your partners and service your clients is going to continue to evolve. And you can just tell those that embrace transformation as a culture will move faster and win in the end. Shane, thank you very much for your time today and for being a wonderful Guidewire partner. You've showed us it's not just about ideas, it's about making ideas happen. Thank you, Laura. Greatly appreciated being here. Lots of fun. This podcast is brought to you by Guidewire, the platform PNC insurers trust to engage, innovate, and grow efficiently. Visit guidewire.com for more information.